Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Claire Marquick, and this is Real Life Business. Hello and welcome to episode number 35 of the Real Life Business Podcast. This week, we are talking self-talk. And specifically, I want to share some of the things that I have learned on my own personal development journey that have really helped me and have really changed and shaped how I experience things, how I think about things, and specifically how I think about myself and my abilities. And it has been and continues to be a journey. You know, I say it a lot, just because I'm a coach and just because I support other people with this doesn't mean that I am 100% perfect. You know, I will still beat myself up with self-talk and anyone who follows me on social media may have seen my you know moment this week where, you know, what we're going to talk about today played out in real life. So jump on over to um, my Insta. I've just changed the handle. It's reignite. Jump on over to there and have a have a read of the You Know Moment post. And I also did an IGTV on it as well. So it's going to give a bit of context to what we're talking about today. Now, as I said, season two is all about resilience. And we've heard some amazing stories of personal resilience through this season so far. And I've got some more fantastic episodes coming up. I seriously, I can't wait to share all these with you because there really are some amazing conversations with amazing people. And whilst Whilst some of the stories that I'm sharing this season are really quite incredible, you know, they're not necessarily circumstances that the everyday listener is going to have gone through themselves. I want you to listen to them all and just take from them the little bursts of inspiration, the little things that really are going to resonate and inspire you guys to perhaps get over what, if there's any challenges, if there's any challenges, God, we're living in the midst of a global pandemic. Um, I think, I think we've all got challenges, but, you know, take from these extraordinary conversations, the, the bits that are going to help you, the bits that resonate with you. And don't worry about the details and the intricacies of the whole story, because as I say, the, the extremes of some of these stories are not going to be things that we contend with on a day-to-day basis, but the mindset, the thinking, the way that these people have turned their situations around, those learnings, that is what I want to share. And that is what everyone who comes on and shares their story once from these episodes as well. You know, the feedback I get from guests who have been on the show is that it was, you know, a, a cathartic experience to talk it through. And um, everyone just hopes that they can help and inspire just one person from sharing their story. And I know from the from the messages and the feedback and the comments that I get that it's doing that. So, yes. Okay. So yeah, so we've had some amazing stories. We've got some amazing stories coming up. We've talked about how we can build resilience into our business. We've got some, I've got some practical episodes coming up around money and profits and forecasting and setting ourselves up financially. We've talked mindset. We've talked about ways that we can get the most out of ourselves. And geez, we're not even halfway through season two yet. I can't quite believe it. But as I say, today, today we are going back to basics. Now, when we are born, when we are born, when you think newborn babies, we are all exactly the same. We are pure. We are innocent. We are completely unaffected by the world around us. As we grow older, we start to become influenced by 
how we're experiencing the world. You know, the, the people bringing us up, the, the people around us all have their own beliefs. And some of that is going to be absorbed into us. We're going to go through our own experiences and we're going to put our own meanings to that, which is going to shape how we experience things. Our personality is going to develop. And we've, we've talked about personality and how that can shape how we impact things, how we think, how we communicate, how we make decisions. We talked about that back in episode 29. So as we get older, our personality develops, our beliefs are formed and You know, all of these are examples of our filters and they all help to explain how two people can be in the same situation or can witness the same thing or can hear the same thing, can read the same thing and are going to have completely different points of view about it. It doesn't mean that one is right and one is wrong. It simply is what's right or wrong to us based on our filters and Today, I wanted to talk about the belief filter, but specifically one way that we can influence it through through our self-talk and through the language that we use. Because for me, this has been a really groundbreaking, transformational change. And as I say, I'm not perfect. Like I still, all the things that we're going to talk about today, I still do myself, but I catch myself doing them now. And then I can, I can change the way I think about it and I can change the meaning that I put to it. And that's, that's the big difference. So a belief is our truth. It is, it is what we believe to be true. And so, you know, examples, like if we believe that life is hard, that business is hard, that making money is hard, then that's how we're going to experience things. We're going to experience hardship. We're going to experience scarcity. We're going to experience fear. We're going to experience anxiety. We're going to see examples of things that back up our beliefs. I talk about it so much. What we focus on is what we get. And think about think about the last time you bought a new car or you um, heard a song for the first time and you decided that you loved that song. You suddenly hear that song everywhere. Or as I say, you bought a new car and then suddenly you see that type of car everywhere. It's because that's what we're focusing on. That's the, that's the filter that we're seeing the world through. And we're going to be deleting the hundreds of other cars that we pass in our day and only seeing the same model of car that we saw because that's what we're focusing on. So that is how powerful our beliefs can be. And our self-talk has a really big influence on our beliefs. And it might seem insignificant. Like I honestly, when, when I was being taught this, when I was being coached through a lot of this and when mentors were telling me, you know, Claire, you've got to be really careful of how you talk to yourself. I was like, what the, like, seriously, how, how much influence is that going to have? But trust me, it does. It, It really, really does. Now, one of the biggest things that I now pull myself up on if I fall into it. And I do the exact same with my kids as well is when we attach ownership or when we attach identity to the thing that we're saying. So how many of us, let's be really real here. How many of us have done something and, you know, gone, Oh, idiot, or I'm such an idiot, or I'm such a doofus, or I'm so hopeless at this. I certainly have, and I certainly do it all the time. You know, if you, if silly things, like if you drop something, it's like, oh, you idiot. I want you to imagine saying that to your kids. If you've got kids 
imagine saying that to your kids. Imagine if, um, you know, your, your, one of your kids was um, trying to do something and they didn't do it quite right. And you just, you stood there and you went, you idiot. Look at you. You're hopeless at this. You're an idiot. Can you imagine their face? Imagine the look in their eyes. Like my my boys are eight and 11. I think if I said that to my 11-year-old, he'd probably storm off now. If I said that to my eight-year-old, I can see the look in his eyes of, oh my God, is that what mom really thinks of me? Is that, is that all she thinks I am, an idiot? Like maybe I am an idiot. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I'm never going to be good at anything. And I can, I can see his brain ticking all that over just by imagining the look in his eyes. So we would know, I would never say to my child, oh, you're an idiot. Yet we will say it to ourselves in our head all the time. Think about what you'd say to your kid instead. You'd be like, oh, that's okay. You know, sometimes things happen. Um, sometimes we make silly decisions. Um, that, that's a big one, by the way, you know, because I, I do catch particularly my eldest saying, oh, I'm an idiot. I'm so dumb. Um, you know, when he's done something he's not too proud of. And we reframe that to say, no, you are not an idiot. You just made a silly decision. Um, and it takes away the... It takes away the weight. It takes away the fact we're not actually talking about ourselves. Do you see the difference? It's like, you're not an idiot, but I'm, but yes, you made a silly decision. And when you reframe it to, you made a silly decision, that gives you the control back. It's like, okay, well, next time I'm going to make a better decision. You're not calling yourself an idiot. And I think that's, for me, this is probably one of the biggest, biggest shifts And as I say, it seems so insignificant, but just think about it through the lens of looking in your child's eyes and seeing their reaction if you were were to call them an idiot or stupid or hopeless. Think about if you did that over and over and over again, multiple times a day, every day for a year, two years, three years, five years, how much confidence do you think that child would have? So if that's the case for your child, how is it any different for you? And that was massive, massive when my coach went through that with me a few years ago. I was like, holy shit, like no wonder I have no belief in myself. No wonder I have all these amazing ideas, but I'm too scared to implement them. No wonder, no wonder, no wonder, because the whole time in my head, every time something goes wrong, I'm like, oh, you idiot. Or I'm just presupposing I'm going to be hopeless at it. So that is my top tip number one. Be really, really mindful of the sort of self-defecating language that we use to ourselves in our heads. Now, it's still going to slip out. Trust me, it still slips out for me. But exactly like I do with my kids when it slips out for them too, I'll say, no, Claire, you're not an idiot. That was just a silly decision or that was a bit forgetful or whatever it might be in, you know, relevant to the circumstances. Reframe it to take away the identity of the ownership of it. Now, the next lesson that I've learned in our self-talk or the language that we use, it revolves around time and being busy. Now, I watched a TED talk on time and having time some years ago, and I'll find it and I'll um, link it in the show notes to this episode, because honestly, I have never heard anything that 
impacted how I thought about time like this TED Talk. It was bloody phenomenal. And I talk about it and I give these examples every time I'm, I'm, I'm talking about productivity or, um, you know, scheduling and priorities. This lady simply says she shared some great stories, which as I say, I'll link it in the, um, in the show notes, go ahead and watch it. She said, simply reframe, I don't have time for, it's not a priority for me right now. And notice the difference. Like we can't possibly do everything. There are only a finite amount of hours in the day. Like we can't change that. But if we're always saying, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I'm so busy. I need more time. I don't have time for that. We're on the back foot. We are not in control. And so we're not going to, as I said, we're not going to be able to create more time. But if we can just reframe how we talk about time to say, you know, I want to do that, but that's not a priority for me right now. We're in control again. And when we feel in control, it gives us more energy. It gives us more enthusiasm. It, it, gives us more motivation to keep going and we feel more positive because we are not at the control of time or anybody else. We are the controllers of our own destiny and what we achieve. So for me to, to, and again, like it slips out. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so busy. I don't have time to do that. I have to, but I reframe it and I go, no, um, you have all the time in the world to do what you need to do. It's simply that that isn't a priority right now, or you're choosing to not make that a priority right now. And that's okay. And guys, again, like I can't reiterate enough how seemingly insignificant these language changes are, but just try it for a week, um, try it for a month and then just see, notice the difference of how much more in control of situations you feel when we're using much more empowering language. Now, the final thing, God, I mean, this, this is a massive topic and I could talk about it at length, but the final example that um, I wanted to share that's been sort of personal to me is the difference between should and could. Again, this all comes down to um, power and control and choice. If we are sitting around or, you know, if we are thinking, oh my God, I should do that. I've got to do that. I really should do that. I should do that. Again, like we're putting weight on our shoulders. With every should, we are putting weight on our shoulders. And we don't need that weight you know, that we have got so many things going on. There is so much shit going on in the world, in the media, in the, you know, our business environment. There is so much shit going on. We don't need to add extra weight ourselves with how we talk about the things that we are doing. So simply replace should with could. So just, just listen to the difference. It's like, oh my God, I should, I've got to email that person back. I, I should do my zero today. I've got my best coming up. My accountant's going to be on at me for getting that. I should do this. I should do that. Feel that pressure instead of, right, okay, what am I going to do today? Well, I could do this. I could do that. I could do X, Y, Z, but I'm going to prioritize this because this is the most important to me right now. 
And that simple switch, again, just takes away the weight. And in in even in saying that, there's something else just popped into my mind. So you're going to get a bonus one right now. And that is, I'll try. Oh, I freaking hate, I'll try. Like... I've said it to, um, I've said it to bosses and so many people in the past, like, and, and I've cringed sometimes when I've said it, but it's so freaking true. Like, don't say I'll try, just commit to either yes, I'll do it or no, it's not a priority. Again, think about the control. Think about what it's teaching us about our confidence in ourselves. So if someone's asking you to do something, decide in that moment whether you're going to do it or not, whether it's a priority for you or not. Don't say, I'll try, because that leaves things so open-ended and so kind of bleh. There's like, there's no, there's no um, consistency there. There's no structure there. So if you are tempted to say, I'll try. And again, I'm going to put my hand up and say, it slips out sometimes. Use it as a reframe. Go, okay, I've just said, I'll try. Will I do it or won't I? Let's make a decision right here, right now, and be a lot more confident in how I speak about what I'm going to do and what I believe I'm able to do. So guys, these are really, really simple little language tweaks, but they have a massive, massive impact on how we feel about ourselves, how confident we feel in ourselves. And therefore that's going to play out in what we're able to do. Because remember right back at the start, I was talking about beliefs. So if we are always berating ourselves, if we're always calling ourselves an idiot or stupid, or this, I find this so hard, or I'm no good at this. And then we're adding on top of that. I've got no time. I'm so busy. I should do this. I should do that. Yeah, I'll try hear all that extra weight that we are adding to our shoulders. Guys, we don't need to do it. So these simple little language tweaks and self-talk tweaks are going to impact how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about everything that we've got to do. And therefore that is going to then impact what we believe we're able to do, what we believe we're capable of, what we believe we're worth, and is therefore going to influence how we experience our day. We can't talk shit to ourselves constantly and expect our self-esteem not to take a hit. So keep that shocked, hurt, confused child's face in your mind when you start on the negative self-talk and just notice the difference. Just remember though, like this is not, you're not going to listen to this podcast and go away and be perfect at this. It is a case of needing to build the muscle just like anything else. We can't walk into a gym and suddenly deadlift like 200 kilos. We just can't do it. We have to build our muscle. We have to be continually training and practicing and going over the same things over and over and over again until we nail it. So anything any mindset thing, whether it's something I've said, whether it's something someone else has said, like you cannot expect to listen to it once and get it. So consider that in the whole self-talk thing as well. Don't, don't add that to the mix of, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Like Claire's saying all this, but I still can't get it. What an idiot. Don't, you know, don't continue that cycle. Just accept that it's a muscle you need to build just like any other. And, you know, as I say, I talk about, I talk about this shit all the time and I am, 
I am so much better than I used to be, um, but I am continually learning myself. And like I spoke about in that IGTV that I mentioned at the start, as we grow and as we evolve, we're going to hit blocks that we thought we'd overcome, um, but we're, we're hitting them again from a different plane, from a different elevation. And I share, I'm really very open with my journey. I share, um, I share my thinking, my my mindset, the things going on in my mind a lot, particularly in my Real Talk emails. So if you're curious to hear more inside my mind and, and the musings and the things that go on in my life and how I make decisions in my business and how that impacts everything about my life, then join up for my Real Talk mailing list and I'll shoot the um, link to that in the show notes to this episode as well. Alrighty. That is all from me for this week. Just a short one. Uh, Trust it has been valuable. Let me know what you loved on Insta. As I say, I've changed my handle, clairemarkwick.reignite. So if you're not following me, jump onto Insta and follow me there and let me know what you have loved about this episode. Please like and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. And remember also to share this episode with someone in your network that you think needs to hear it. Alrighty, I will be back in your ears very soon. And until then, bye-bye.